It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Thursday, January 14th, 2021. I'm Erin Fulton with Raven News. When the Sitka Assembly met on Tuesday, it postponed voting on a request for proposals to build a marine haulout at the Gary Paxton Industrial Park for the second time. The Assembly and Industrial Park Board began working on a marine haulout plan when Halibut Point Marine announced it would be closing its haulout sometime in 2021. The city issued an RFP for a haulout project last year. It got two offers, but the Assembly rejected both and went back to the drawing board to seek federal funding, which it ultimately didn't receive. City staff released the new RFP draft in December but delayed a vote. When the group reviewed the document again on Tuesday, members had some changes in mind based on suggestions from the haulout task force. They passed an amendment to shorten the required advertising period from 90 to 60 days and removed language requiring a 20-year washdown pad and a passenger safety float as part of the bid, making the items aspirational instead. Several fishermen spoke in support of the changes, but some continued to call for the Assembly to remove language in the RFP that allowed for a private sale. Jeff Farver is part of an effort to put forth an interim haul-out option led by the fishing fleet. If the property was sold to a developer and they no longer wish to operate a boatyard, then they will sell it and will be again without a boatyard. There are very few options for locations for a boatyard, and the ones that might be available would be much more capital-intensive to develop. We certainly don't want to find ourselves in that situation. So if we retain ownership of the land, we are confident and secure in knowing we'll have a resilient enduring boat enduring boatyard. The current RFP specifies that developers are responsible to fully fund the project. An amendment to add language offering city startup funding failed. And an amendment to remove all property sale language from the document and focus the RFP on long-term leases also failed. Member Crystal Duncan said she felt it was fine to leave the sale language in to keep options open. We don't want to lose the land, but we also want the committee to give value to those who are willing to do a long-term lease, but that would be in a different section. I'm just not seeing the drawback of leaving it as is and allowing everybody to come forward with their best proposal so that the committee could then read it and figure out what's going to be the best option for us. But when it came to the final vote on the RFP, the Assembly was split on whether to move ahead, mostly over uncertainty about how much preference to give long-term lease applicants on the score sheet. Some stressed the urgency of the project with the fishing season just months away. As Rebecca Hemshoot recalled someone saying at a previous meeting, it was time to, quote, put the turkey in the oven. Member Valerie Nelson voted against all of the amendments at the table and was in favor of delaying for two more weeks. We're not baking turkeys and we're not baking hams. We want to make sure it's done right. And um, I think two more weeks is not going to kill the project. And you're getting more word out there to people that this is what's going on. This is a clarification. I don't, I have said it in the past. I'm not in favor of wordsmithing and retooling and rewriting contracts at this table. In other business, the Assembly appointed nine people to a new Climate Action Task Force. It approved several lease agreements and liquor license renewals, and several Assembly members commented on the recent insurrection at Capitol Hill. The Sitka School District is considering an early retirement incentive for teachers as a way of helping make ends meet next year. At its last meeting earlier this month, the Sitka School Board authorized the interim superintendent to open negotiations with the local teachers union. KCAW's Robert Woolsey reports. 
Early retirement is a tool that has been used before by the Sitka School District, as well as by other communities in the state. Alaska's educators belong to a pension program called TERS, or the Teacher's Retirement System, which mirrors the state's program for municipal and government employees called PERS, the Public Employees Retirement System. TERS is a state obligation and frees school districts from any expense toward teachers once they're retired. Interim Superintendent John Holst told the Sitka School Board on January 6th that having some teachers retire was going to be critical to balancing the budget. I do not think it's going to be possible to pass a budget uh, this year that isn't going to lead to a uh, reduction in staffing. And we've, we've got about, I think, 11, 11 people that we've hired this year. 11 first-year teachers. Uh, and uh, for each, roughly, roughly speaking, for each person who retires, that keeps two people on the bottom end of the salary schedule employed. But early retirement is not quite the slam dunk it used to be. The Sitka District has only one teacher remaining on staff who has the venerable Tier 1 retirement, which pays a large fraction of a teacher's final salary annually, plus lifetime health benefits, and that person said Holst was going to retire anyway. Newer teachers have Tier 2 and Tier 3 retirements, which function more like savings accounts, and those teachers might not be so willing to sacrifice both a paycheck and the chance to accrue more savings. So Holst had another idea. The question also will be is, are we going to offer this as just a retirement, or could we offer it also as an incentive to maybe go on and do something else different in life or go somewhere else to teach or whatever. I mean, people are sometimes looking for a new adventure and may not be the, the end of their career. The trade-off is more than financial. Early retirement drains a district of experienced talent. Nevertheless, Sitka Education Association President Mike Vieira said many of his members had been asking him about it. There is definitely a significant interest there, I think, in a group of our staff. And uh, as disappointed as we would be to lose veteran staff. Um, we also want to keep our, our new staff that are energetic and excited to be here. Vera voiced support for offering an incentive for teachers to retire early or to move on to other districts or careers. Around a dozen Sitka teachers are eligible for early retirement. Superintendent Holst recommended that negotiations take place sooner rather than later so that the candidates had adequate time to think about it. It's a life-changing decision, he said. The board unanimously approved authorizing the district and the teachers' union to negotiate an early retirement incentive with a final decision to be made on the matter by February 15th. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Robert Woolsey. The Juneau School Board is considering starting all of its meetings with an acknowledgement of local Alaska Native claims to their lands. If approved, the board would make time to recognize Tlingit people as the land's original inhabitants before opening its meetings. Board member Martin Stepton, who is Unanga, says he feels good about the idea. And I think it represents um, where we stand in our values. So that's how I feel uh, as a school board member. And I would I would support having a land acknowledgement here on the school board. Board President Elizabeth Seiden says she's optimistic about moving forward with a proposal to the board. I think that this comes from a place of of respect and is an opportunity for us as a board to both recognize the the trauma 
the history of trauma and uh, as a way to sort of acknowledge and honor the culture um, here in this place where we live moving into the future. The seven-member board voted unanimously to refer a proposal to the policy committee. The concept of land acknowledgments in Alaska has been gaining ground in recent years. Late in 2020, the Ketchikan School Board started reading a land acknowledgment at the start of their meetings. In December, the Sitka School Board voted to consider adding a land acknowledgment to their meeting agendas. Alaska has a bidder for its two fast ferries, a Spanish firm that operates in the Mediterranean. But the offer is about $5 million less than what the state was looking for. But as Coast Alaska's Jacob Resnick reports, the agency could still make a deal. Tresmapi runs catamarans between the Mediterranean island of Ibiza and the Spanish mainland. It offered a pair of bids for a combined $4.6 million for the Chiniga and Fairweather. And that is all the bids we have on the vessels. That's Tom Mayer, who works in the Alaska Department of Transportation's procurement section. He unsealed the bids on Wednesday afternoon. The reserve price is $5 million per vessel. That means the offer was about $5.3 million shy of what the state was hoping to get for the two catamarans. It's been paying to keep in layup since 2015 and 2019. The 235-foot fast ferries were popular in their time. They could cover distances twice as fast as the rest of the fleet. Juno to Sitka only took about four hours. But they burned more fuel than the conventional fleet and struggled in rough wintertime conditions. During Wednesday's call, Mayer added that the agency would be within its rights to make a deal. Please keep in mind that the state reserved the right through the procurement documents to negotiate with the highest bidder at the end of the bidding process. In other words, the state could settle for less. The Fairweather and Shaniga were added to the fleet more than 15 years ago. They cost a combined $68 million. But the Ibiza Ferry Company didn't walk away completely empty-handed on Wednesday. Its bids for two spare diesel engines were the highest. It beat out Pacific Power Group, a Portland-based firm that bid about $211,000 less for the engines. There was no minimum, meaning the Spanish firm could very well get the unused engines for $411,000. They had cost the state of Alaska $3 million for the pair. Reporting in Juneau, I'm Jacob Resnick. Taking a look at the community calendar. Sitka Local Emergency Planning Committee meets at noon today via Zoom. Call Melissa Henshaw for more information at 747-1826. The Sitka Health Needs and Human Services Commission meets at 1.30 p.m. today at Harrigan Centennial Hall. The Gary Paxton Industrial Park Board meets at 3 p.m. today in Harrigan Centennial Hall, Room 1. Visit sawmillcove.com meeting for more information. And Sitka Music Festival presents six autumn and winter classics for chamber music fans, 6 p.m., the second Thursday of the month. Visit sitkamusicfestival.org and enter the passcode SITKA in all caps to listen. Call 747-6774 with questions. I'm Erin Fulton, and this has been Raven News. (laughs) 